You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beat brand for heart health support. The new Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Superbeats Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, Get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL. and welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the known universe. That's right. Uh, they could be other fantasy booking podcasts in other universes, uh, but we just do not know about them because of uh, limitations in our current technology spheres. Um, I am your host, as always, Ryan Icey. With me, as always, is my other host, the head writer of SmackDown Live, Mikey Manfredi, the spicy nugget himself, Mikey Manfredi. I'm feeling spicy today, Ryan. Yeah. I'm very excited. Royal Rumble is only a couple of weeks away now. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. it's a couple weeks away. We got this week, we got next week, and then it's the Rumble, baby. The Rumble, the great what's day the, Rumble. What's the Rumble's tagline this year? Uh, in our universe or the actual legit? The, act, the actual universe. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they have a tagline, if they reveal a tagline yet. All I know is that it's comic book themed. Interesting. Yes. Uh, so and is it like, is it like the heroes of the Rumble? You know, maybe <laughs> like the comically bad Rumble. <laughs> that that's like a headline that uh, <laughs> a headline they'll publish. Um, that sounds like a Dave Meltzer headline. It's like the the comically bad Royal Rumble. Um, yeah, all I know is that it's, like, comic book themed. I don't know if, like, I don't even know if they would say anywhere. All I know is that Roman Reigns would be taking on Adam Pierce, uh, which is funny to me. Uh, <laughs> uh, at the time of this recording, you know, you know who Adam Pierce is? Kind of? Yeah, you would vaguely know who he is if you don't watch SmackDown. And maybe he's on the pay-per-views? I don't quite remember. He, he, he's like he's like the guy who like makes all the matches on SmackDown, right? Yeah, an agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's that. But like he well, he's legit an agent, but in storyline he's like somehow the person in charge or something of SmackDown or something overall. I don't know. He's like somehow like the the authority figure, I guess. But again, this is why we need GMs. Yes, but he is the former. He, he, you know, he retired in 2014, came to WWE, and became an agent. Um, you know, he's for, he's been a multi-time NWA champion. So uh, he he's done a lot of stuff. He's really good at wrestling, but it's also like, huh? Okay, <laughs> he's gonna be in some sort of squash match against Roman Reigns for some reason. Anyways, that's fine. We got plenty of better matches here over on our show. Uh, if you've never heard the show before, by the way, let me explain it to you. Every single week, we write and book and, and explore. I don't know if explore is the right word, but we basically write our own versions of Raw and SmackDown. Uh, I'm the we head writer. explore our own cards. Yes. I'm the head writer of Raw. He's the head writer of SmackDown. Uh, so every single week, we write our own shit. We present it to each other uh, and present it to you most more than all. Um and you get to vote on which card you thought was better. So you can, you know, you can vote by going to our Twitter page at Countout Pod on Twitter. 
Uh, and of course, if you like what you hear, you can definitely subscribe. You know, subscribe to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, so you can listen to more uh, of the show. But uh, right now, here today, folks, we have, of course, another two cards for you. Uh, things are heating up on the road to the Royal Rumble, as Mikey explained already. And you know what, Mikey? Let's get into it. Why don't we? Yeah, let's 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 continue on the road to the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, let's open up the show with Monday Night Raw, of course. Uh, and Monday, and let's open up Monday Night Raw, uh, the only show that's written all, in all caps, uh, with uh, One Nation opening up the show. <laughs> it's Monday Night Raw. Yes, One Monday Night Raw. It's it's all caps when you spell Raw's name. Um, so we're going to open up the show with One Nation. Um, of course, what happened last week where we had a number one contenders match for the U.S. title. Aleister Black won it, but One Nation uh, came out and broke Black's arm. So here they are again. Uh, maybe they're going to explain their actions, probably. Uh, Ciampa said... Probably not. <laughs> no, let's see what he says. Ciampa comes out and says that last week, a message was sent to the entire locker room that no matter what division you enter, we will take it over. So you have two options. You either get out of our way or we put you on the shelf. Speaking of, Alistair Black, uh, you believe that you can come after my... I'm getting like slightly distracted because I know for a fact there's someone cutting their grass outside. (laughs) <laughs> or someone, or blowing blowing leaves, maybe. Have you have you ever played Mario sixty four? No, I don't believe I have. It, okay, for any, but I've seen plenty of any, playthroughs of it. For any people who are listening, have, who are no Mario sixty four, when Ryan did that bit 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 thing, it sounded like the little pink bomb when you talk to it to open the cannons, and it's like bit 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 bit. It's like every it's like everything in the everything in that game talks like that. No, but the, yeah, I guess, but they don't. They, they it's more like warp warp. I guess what? it's fair. I guess there's different talking points for each everything. But yeah, sorry like folks. The bombs are always like blah, 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 blah. But yeah, sorry <laughs> folks. So there's funny, a right? there's a guy blowing leaves outside my house right now, so that's just gonna be something. Maybe you'll hear it. Anyway, maybe you back. won't. Maybe Mikey's audio magic will work. <laughs> All um, right. Anyway, back on track. So speaking of speaking of Alistair Black, you believe that you can come after my United States Championship? Well, the problem is you aren't the one that's gonna get that. You aren't the one that gets that shot. Uh, my United States Championship was taken from me by some sh- crappy referee with no training, and uh, I will not stand for that. Uh, so we did our job. Now there's a match that needs to be filled at the Royal Rumble, and with no Master Black, I am going to challenge Ricochet. I am challenging Ricochet to get back what was wrongfully taken from me. Suddenly, Chad Gable and Daniel Bryan walk out. Oh, no. Brian grabs the microphone and says that Ciampa is forgetting about who else was in that match. My pupil, Chad Gable, earned that spot last week, and as the number two contender, he is next in line to challenge for the United States Championship. You won't be able... You're not going to take his spot, and if you want it, come and get it. Um, So tensions, of course, are boiling inside that squared circle. Uh, Ricochet comes on the screen. The actual United States Champion comes on the screen. Ricochet says that last week was one of the greatest matches he's seen in quite a while, and he was excited to fight Aleister Black at the Rumble. But because of y'all's nonsense, that ain't happening. Gable, and I'm talking to only you, man. You lost last week, and trust me, it's fine to lose that match. You know, use that as motivation, please. Just stop listening to Daniel Bryan. And Champa, you are someone who just attacks people for no reason other than his own greed. Why the hell should I give you a shot at, hold on, let me see it, Ricochet, you know, looks at his own, the title looks at the nameplate. Yeah, that says Ricochet at my United States Championship. Uh, I like how we have to check. He's like, just to make sure. Uh, well, Wait, he's, not, he's uh, not doing it yeah, of stupidity. It ricochet on it. It is mine. He's not doing it of stupidity. He's doing it out of, uh, screw you, dude. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, what, uh, what, what did I write here? Why should you get a shot at this for what you've done? So here's what we're going to do. Not only can I not cancel the match at the Rumble, I don't want to. I want to be a defending champion. Which means that without Aleister Black, I'm without a challenger. And there is no way in hell either of you currently deserve this shot. So here's what we're going to do. 
Both of you need to prove yourself as a rightful challenger t- tonight. So we will have two beat the clock matches. Beat the clock challenges. Whoever has the best time will face me at the Royal Rumble. Oh, and neither of you can have your people at those beat the clock matches tonight. No extra help. You got to prove yourself by your by your own accord. And then Ricochet comes back, leaves, comes back. Oh, and one last thing. To ensure no more nonsense is going to happen at the Rumble, I'm making it now. The United States Championship match, the United States Championship match at the Royal Rumble will now be a steel cage match. Whoa, throwing down the gauntlet. Yeah, Ricochet. I thought you were gonna. Say, I thought you were gonna say lumberjack, and it was gonna be a bunch of people with casts on their arms, being like, <laughs> just beating him up with the cast. <laughs> no. All the people whose arms were broken by <laughs> by one nation, just as the lumberjacks. Yeah, no, it's uh, we've got a steel cage match. We're gonna keep everyone out. So it's gonna be Ricochet, the referee, and, and keep whoever. The violence in. Exactly right. Ricochet, the referee, and whoever, uh, either Ch- Chad Gabe or Tommaso Ciampa. I like it. Um, so we're going to go straight into a match that was announced last week, and it is uh, Ali and Alexander versus Randy Orton, and who he says was Edge as his rightful partner that he's choosing. Uh, obviously, Ali and Alexander come out first. Randy Orton comes out. Uh, and guess who doesn't show up, Mikey? It's, of course, not going to be Edge. Oh, no. <laughs> Does not show up. Orton, no. Uh, so it becomes, this is a handicap match. Uh, Ali and Alexander end up getting the victory here. Uh, after the match, Orton gets upset, uh, gets upset, and attacks Ali and Alexander with a chair. Oh, someone's a little sour. A little? <laughs> yeah, my man Randy Orton being a little, a uh, little bit of a whiny butt uh, right now. <laughs> but I, I mean, I get, I get, I guess I see where he's coming from. But still, he's being a little bit of a, a butt. Yeah, a little bit. For lack of a better word. Uh, moving right along, we got a backstage segment with Bailey. Uh, Bailey is picking out her uh, number for the Royal Rumble. Uh, Charlie Caruso asks her about her loss last week. Uh, Bailey says, Yeah, you know, she sort of asked that question. Yeah, what was that, Charlie? I had that match in the bag. And then she came out of nowhere with that kick. Screw her. Uh, Charlie, I can't wait to eliminate Peyton Royce from the Rumble. Cause guess who's got number eighteen? Um, and she holds right. up the shoulders of the ball. Uh, Charlie says that uh, you know Peyton Royce is currently at number seventeen. So, but because of how she won that battle royal and what's happening, she still has the chance to change her number with her match later tonight. So you might not actually be able to see Peyton Royce at all if you get eliminated. Uh, Bailey holds for a beat, and she's like, oh, yeah, I knew that. The doy. Come on, Charlie. You know better than that. And then she leaves. Incredible. <laughs> what a beautiful Bailey interview. She went from being, like, kind of... <laughs> Wait, yeah, she. I think she was a baby face over on SmackDown, and she went to Raw to beat it. It was just, like, mean to everyone. <laughs> she well, No, she hasn't done anything. She's had, like, this is, like, the only, like, character interaction I've had with Bailey. Since she arrived at Raw which is, which is, weeks which is ago, months ago. Last time, last time we saw her, she was like the ultimate baby face, and now she's like calling Charlie an idiot. Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. I'm turning I'm turning her just Aunt Pam heel, because I need more heels. <laughs> I need more different yeah. heels. I looked at my l- roster, and I was like, nah, I don't have any heels. I need some heels. Fair enough. Um, and Bailey, Bailey works as sort of like a heel there. Um... Moving right along. Uh, we got a next up. First of the Beat the Clock Challenge matches. It's going to be Tommaso Ciampa versus Eric of the Viking Raiders. Okay. I like that. And of course, Eric has Ivar with him. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa does not have anyone with him because he's not allowed to have anyone with him. Uh, uh, the match goes on. Takes about 10 minutes, but Tommaso Ciampa is able to get the win. All right. So setting the, setting the pace there at 10 minutes. Uh, next up, we got a video package where uh, Dijakovic explaining why he turned on his friend or former friend Keith Lee. Uh, he says that he and Lee were be- big friends on the indie scene, uh, which is not something you can say about a lot of different people. Uh, we had great matches in plenty of places, but when we finally got to NXT, things changed. Uh, Keith got signed before I did. You know, he was getting more opportunities despite the pedigree that I bring to the ring. You know, I have everything in my arsenal. And then, you know, who gets drafted first to the main roster? He does. And when I finally get drafted to the Raw, who's there is champion Keith Lee, just sort of rubbing it in my face. You know, I'm 
just as good, if not better, than he is. Yet he got everything first. You know, I deserve those opportunities more. Then he insults me by throwing me a pity title match. He thought he would beat... Um, He thought he would even beat me, that he wasn't even worried about putting the title on the line against me, his friend. You know, screw that guy. I don't need the handouts. I am Dijakovic, the five-tool athlete. I took my fate into my own hands, and now I earned my own WWE Championship match at the Royal Rumble. I will win the WWE Championship and show Keith Lee who is better, me. Oh, I like it. Passionate promo from Dijakovic. Yes, passion, real, real passion coming from uh, Mr. Dijakovic here. Um, I couldn't remember if it was five tool athlete or if it was five five tool something because I keep confusing it because he has like the same gimmick as Anthony Bowens does. Is five tool athlete just the same thing as saying five moves of doom? N- definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not the same thing. Um, well, it's either that or T bar. I'm not going to do that. I mean, you could do T-Bar. It'd be kind of funny. Yeah, I have T-Bar, but he's not. He's not. He's just T-Bar. He's, he's just, just T-Bar. No, no other members of Retribution. No, no. No Slapjack. Um, poor Slapjack. Um, so there we go. Um, moving right along, we got uh, the Change of Luck match with Peyton Royce. Uh, this week, facing Candice LeRae. Um, like we said uh, previously, you know, this is the sort of gimmick that I'm doing here. Uh, it's basically Peyton Royce won a ro- uh, battle royal a couple weeks ago. She now entered the rumble at number five. If she's able to like, she's basically sort of defending that. Uh, if she wins a match, she can go up to up two points to like number seventeen, which she did last week against Bailey. If she loses, she goes back down two spots. So she's able to uh, you know win, lose, be able to do get a better spot in the rumble based on her wins. All right. Um, so that match is going to be against Candice LeRae, and Peyton Royce is going to get the victory. Ooh, big win for Peyton Royce. Uh, a little disappointing to see Candice LeRae lose, but, you know, I like Peyton Royce uh, working her way up the rumble here. Yes, I have I have plans for all three of the people involved in this, this little story thing here. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it be together or separate, uh, I have plans for everybody. It's just a matter of, you know, you got to build up those things and... There's other things happening, and there's not enough space on this goddamn TV show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have enough space on this goddamn three-hour TV show. Well, I'm only doing two hours here. If I had three hours, then I would have, like, what, six, seven matches? Um, yeah, but even then, like, you know, I haven't done, like, I haven't, like, touched the tag team titles at all. <laughs> like, I'm focusing on other things. Um, I do that every once in a while. Where, like in between pay per view cycles, I just won't focus on one thing. Yeah, I do that sometimes. I'm just like, oh, I'll put that out of my mind for now. Yeah, we're gonna put that title on ice and we're focus and build up some <laughs> challengers, get some mid card uh, stories happening. Uh, next up, we got a backstage interview with uh, Bronson Reed and Arturo Ruas. Um, they are asked the up and comers, the up and comings, yes. Uh, they're asked since they that they arrived to Raw, they're starting to pick up a little bit of a run here. Uh, are they looking uh, to challenge the Raw Tag Team Championships? Um, Bronson Reed tells Charlie that of course that's what they're looking towards. Uh, but right now, it looks like we got people that are, uh, you know, for lack of a better word, in our way. <laughs> right? I mean, uh, looking like they're trying to cut us from the that path. And I'll tell you this, Charlie, one nation may think that they have the division on lock, but they have never men- met the colossal Bronson Reed, uh, and they have never met Arturo Ruas, which I do not remember Ruas's uh, nickname. Looking it up again real quick. He had a nickname, and I don't remember what it is. Uh, uh, not in here. The the Brazilian uh, brawl, the Brazilian brawler. Arturo Ruas. There we go. Made it up on the spot there. The Brazilian brawler. Yes, the Brazilian like the Brazilian brawler Arturo Ruas and the colossal uh, Bronson Reed. So they're saying, you know, we're looking for the tag team titles, but, uh, you know, uh, it looks, it sounds like um, One Nation is going to want to try to stop us. Uh, so maybe we need to stop them before we get there. Maybe. 
Uh, next up, we have... Also, I like how this team, who got a couple of wins under their belt, is just like, all right, time to go after the top tag team in the division, basically. Yeah, baby. Feeling, you love confidence. You love the confidence. Going right after One Nation. Uh, well, hey, hold on. One Nation's not the tab t- top tag team. LLC are. They're the ones with the that's straps. Why I said, that's why I said kind of. Yeah. Uh, people that think they're the top brass. <laughs> yeah. The very least. A lot of disillusionment having on my show. <laughs> um, uh, anyways, moving right along to the next Beat the Clock Challenge match. Uh, of course, Chad Gable, not allowed to have Daniel Bryan there. Uh, and he's going to be taking on Drew Gulak. Interesting. Okay. Sort I like of, this. Sort of a re- I like this a lot. Sort of a repeat from a couple weeks ago with uh, Drew Gulak. But now he gets a chance to just take on Chad Gable. Um, so the match is happening. Of course, beat the clock challenge. There's a 10 minute time limit you know, around the 10 minute time limit here. This has like this has like the potential to be like match of the night, like low key. That's that's possible. That's certainly possible. Um, during the match, uh, Apollo Cruz and Akira Tozawa come down to the ring from the rampway, uh, causing referees to run out and stop them and people getting distracted and whatnot. Uh, and of course, you got a distraction. Someone's going to take advantage of it. That person's going to be Tommaso Ciampa, who comes out of nowhere and attacks Gable. Um, okay. Uh, Ciampa, okay. I, I, I mean, that's fair. You know, we're completely ruining this beat the clock challenge. Who would have guessed? Yeah, who would have guessed it? The referee doesn't see this. The match does continue. Um, uh, but later in the match, you know, because of all the distractions, um, Gable has the match. You know, he's about to win the match. But sadly, the time runs out. Time limit draw here. Gable is unable to do it, which means Tommaso Ciampa will be facing Ricochet for the United States Championship in a steel cage match at the Royal Rumble. All right. So there we go, folks. That's how how Tommaso Ciampa is going to skirt the system. He's going to cheat as usual. What are you going to do? Who would have seen it coming from the heel? Exactly right. Uh, moving up right along, we have the main event of the show tonight. It's going to be a women's tag team championship match. Mainly Rose and Dana Ooh. Brooke challenging the women's tag team champions, Nia Jax and Tamina. Okay. Depending on how this match goes, I may or may not have to change a promo on SmackDown, so continue. Uh, before the match starts, Nia Jax grabs the microphone and tells Rose, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke that um, they were not the ones that destroyed their locker room a couple weeks ago, but whoever did, that was a great idea, and I wish I thought of it that first. That was a great idea. <laughs> I wish I got it first, man. Whoever did that, I wish we broke their locker room instead. Yeah, yeah. So uh, part of the motivation for this match for Rose and Brooke was to get revenge in that sense, but Nia Jackson Tamina revealing that it was not them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the match goes on, uh, and the winners of this match are going to be Nia Jax and Tamina retaining their Women's Tag Team Championships. The promo stays. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after the match, um, you know, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke are getting up. Nia Jax and Tamina are out of here. So after the match, Mickey James and Chelsea Green come out and attack and beat down Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, we as, can, if, as if they didn't have enough just now. No, we can, and maybe we'll get revealed in more uh, accurate terms. But you know, maybe they were the one that beat up that that uh, destroyed the locker room. Maybe they were the ones who did it. It kind of seems like it, huh? Yeah. Do you know? Do you know? It seems like the culprits just revealed themselves. Yeah. No. Maybe. Who's to say? Uh, you know, who's to say? I can't say. But uh, you know, I stick tuned. Stay tuned for next week. Subscribe. <laughs> Subscribe. Hey, there you go. Uh, and then we got a sort of a main event segment here. It's a contract signing between Keith Lee and Dijakovic. Okay. Uh, so we got a lot, a lot of promos. Here we go. Uh, Dijakovic grabs the contract first in the microphone and tells Keith Lee that I have been waiting for this moment for years now, Keith. After opportunity, after op- opportunity lost to you, uh, I finally get what should have been mine all along. Uh, Dijakovic signs the contract. Uh, Keith Lee grabs the microphone and then tells Dijakovic that he has no idea what he's talking about. I know you deserve opportunities, Dom. Why do you think I gave you a title shot? Why do you, why do I, why did I look to see if we could draft you here to Raw? 
Uh, you know, you didn't know that, but that's what I've been trying. I try to do. You think these are just some pity handouts? What are you talking about? If he felt this way, why didn't you say anything? Dejakovic responds, saying that he wouldn't care because you never you have in any relationship. Exactly right. Uh, Dejakovic says that Keith Lee is a selfish prick that only cares about himself. Uh, you take advantage of people like me to feed your own needs. I hate you, Keith. You are not my friend. Oh my god. <laughs> Suddenly, Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman walk out. Uh, oh, they didn't, they didn't drive in with a truck? No, not today. Uh, Roman says that he doesn't care about this sob story between you two. He cares about his own story and his shot at the WWE Championship. Speaking of opportunities, Dijakovic wouldn't even have this shot if it wasn't for me. So I don't care who wins the Royal Rumble. I'm coming for what's mine when I win the Rumble. Suddenly, out of nowhere, McIntyre tackles Reigns to the ground. He's not dead, all right! The the two brawl on the rampway, and Dijakovic Dijakovic takes his time to attack Keith Lee. Everyone is fighting. Uh, McIntyre sends Rowan through a table on the side of the rampway, while Keith Lee sends Dijakovic through the table in the middle of the ring. Uh, Keith Lee signs the contract, raises the title, while McIntyre is gloating over Roman Reigns. And that is how we end Monday Night Raw. Chaos between these four competitors. I have a feeling we might have a certain four-way match coming at Royal Rumble. No, no. Maybe maybe a fatal one. No, not happening. Not happening. The match has been been signed. Keith Lee versus Dijakovic for the WWE Championship. Reigns has already announced that he's in the Rumble. One would presume McIntyre is going to be in the Rumble. He has not announced it, but let's be. Oh, wait, no, have I did, did I announce it? I have it written down here. So maybe I did announce it. <laughs> Either way, if I did it, here you go. McIntyre's on the Rumble. Uh, I like it. So, yeah, no, yeah, that's that's what's happening here. Interesting. This oh. is this, this WWE Championship build is getting wild. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of craziness happening here. Meanwhile, my universal champion is probably in a sack somewhere. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Santa fiend. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, that's Monday Night Raw. Thoughts on it, Mikey? Comments, questions, concerns? I like it. I like uh, Chelsea Green and Mickey James uh, attacking Mandy Rose and Dana Burke from behind. I like I like Nia Jax and Tamina retaining the title, so I don't have to rewrite my promo. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> I, I really love this WWE Championship build. I like I like uh, Keith Lee and Dijakovic arguing like exes. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just a really good Raw all around. I think it's a really good build to the Royal Rumble, and it's a really good solid episode. Yes, yes. I really want to win the Men's Royal Rumble. Uh, I really want to win the men's Royal Rumble. Oh, I, how did I forget? You set up a whole steel cage match. Yes, like for the Rumble with, uh, between Champa and Ricochet, which is going to be probably awesome, right? The, that's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, a lot of lot of craziness. Uh, I have a lot of. <laughs> uh, and you did a beat the clock challenge. It was a, this was a jam packed show. Gotta say, yeah, you, you you shoved a lot into this one. Yeah, and I have a whole other show tomorrow, like next week. <laughs> Like a whole honest, other it sounds like you might have the winning one. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the SmackDown yet, but I guess we'll see when we get there. Yes, let's find out. All right. So over on Friday night, we got the Usos opening up SmackDown and coming to the ring. They say, "Let's just cut to the chase." Morrison, Andrade, you want another shot at these, right? And they hold up their tag team title belts. You said you you said you'd get your shot if you had to beat every team here on SmackDown. Well, what if you just had to beat one us? You think you got what it takes to become the champions? Why don't you take on the champions in a match tonight? If you win, you get us at a you get a shot for the titles at the Royal Rumble. Morrison and Andrade come to the ramp, and Morrison grabs a mic and says, "Jimmy, Jay, I appreciate the offer, but the only problem is that when we beat you tonight." You won't even be able to make it to the Rumble to defend those titles. Ooh. Morrison and Andrade, like while while Morrison is saying this, they they're like walking their way down the ramp to the ring. Okay. Uh, they get into the ring and get face to face with the Usos, and Morrison says, "But that doesn't mean we don't accept." Morrison bashes the mic over Jimmy's head, and the teams begin to brawl. 
They beat each other down until the Usos eventually get the upper hand back, and Morrison and Andrade retreat, setting up the main event tonight. The Usos versus Morrison and Andrade. And if Morrison and Andrade win, they get a shot for the title at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, baby. That's what we like to see. That's what we like to see. Usos coming out of nowhere, getting the titles. Morrison and Andrade building up into the title feud. Now just have to win, beat the champions to uh, show their worth. It's all about showing your worth in WWE wrestling. Yeah. First match. Okay, so the first match on the card is Bianca Belair versus Nikki Cross. And Bianca Belair gets the win, and Sasha Banks is watching from an awkward angle in the back. Of course, how else do you watch matches in WWE? Mm-hmm. After that match, we have a backstage interview segment with Sasha. Uh, backstage, a interviewer like finds Sasha watching Belair's match. They ask her how she feels going into the Royal Rumble after Belair's impressive victory tonight. Sasha says, "I'm not impressed." She could beat any. She could beat as many women as she wants on this roster, but none of them are the champion. She has no idea that going against me in that ring is a completely new level of competition that she has never seen before. At the Royal Rumble, I'll prove why this title is on my shoulder and shut down this flash in a pan run that Bianca's having. Ooh, girl, <laughs> go after! What? What are you doing? <laughs> After that, after that segment, we have match number two. We have Carmella taking on Lana, and Carmella gets the victory. Very nice. Very nice for Carmella. Getting the win here. Much needed win. After, after that is the segment I'm most excited for, the video package. Perfect. Braun, Braun Strowman sits in front of a mirror. For weeks, he says, sorry, let me do my Braun Strowman voice. Yeah, please, please. I want to hear this. I want to hear this. He says, he says for weeks, I've been watching that <laughs> of me and Cross going off that stage, watching it over and over and over. Made me realize something. That day, that moment, it wasn't the man Braun Strowman who power slammed Cross through that mess of wires and tables and debris. It was just the monster. It was terrifying to let that side of me roam free and take over like that, but it also felt cathartic it felt like a side of me i've locked away finally got the chance to breathe again and i loved it bronze bronze stands up and he punches the mirror and it like cracks mojo raleigh he says i knew i knew you were gonna say it uh and it cracks and bronze says if i want to beat the devil i need to play his game cross the Braun Strowman you knew before is gone, and the monster inside has taken over. Not even the devil is going to be ready for the hell I have in mind. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! The fractured mirror with an evil smile on his face. Oh, big pop. Big pop from the old old, old miser over here. That last line, when I like thought of it, was just like, that's it. That's gotta be, it's amazing. Perfect. Yeah, you're, you're, uh, every wrestling promo is building to the final line. <laughs> God damn. Big pop, big pop. Love it. Love love that he's embracing the monster here. Love that he's going to be taking on Karrion Cross. Uh, oh boy, I'm very excited. Very excited where this gonna, this feud's going. Yeah. I'm- Good things, good things. I'm very excited about this too. I I feel like this was a this was a video package meant to like refresh Strowman a little bit. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Like maybe bring out I'm trying to bring out like a darker Strowman, like obviously. Um to take on Cross. I'm trying to get the Strowman that has to go to like a deep dark place to take on this this per, this deep devil that's like been haunting him since he lost that first match like months ago. Yeah. Yeah. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. Braun Strowman needs that sort of like repackaging sort of thing. And then the 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 pro, the question is whether or not he stays in that repackaging following a win or a loss against Cross. Mm-hmm. Cross's losses? Cross's is losses? Is that anything? Is that anything? Uh, I don't know. Probably. Uh. <laughs> After anyway, it's all downhill from here. After that video package. <laughs> We have King Corbin taking on Elias with King Corbin getting the win. But during the match, the referee gets taken out. And while the referee is down, Corbin grabs Elias' guitar to hit him with it. But Elias fights it from his hands. Then 
Carmella runs to the ring and grabs the guitar while Corbin and Elias fight. Carmella slides into the ring with the guitar and smashes it over Elias' head, tells Corbin to go for the cover. She wakes up the ref, and the, she wakes up the ref. Corbin gets the three count. Carmella raises Corbin's hand, and the two leave the ring victorious. Wow. Wow. So we are you telling me you were about to have the king and the queen? Maybe. Ooh, boy. I like that a lot. How did you know the exact promo I wrote? Oh, oh no. The exact uh, promo I had in mind. I, I think that's really a good idea, legitimately. Like, Carmella needs a repackaging for quite a while, obviously. And, you know, WWE knows that, and that's why they had it. Um... And, you know, King Corbin needs something because he's getting flat. Mm-hmm. Um, and all WWE did was, you know, obviously give him his, like, two, like, servant people that he's with. Which is, like, fine, but it's like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But putting him with Carmella is very interesting because that could help Carmella and help refresh in Corbin. So that's, I think it's a solid move. You know, whether, whether I think it's a solid setup and solid move, whether or not obviously it holds up and works, everything is obviously on, on, on you, the booker, but I think it's like, that's a solid move to try to help reliven some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and, and you said it, like you like knew what exactly what I had in mind, like the king and the queen, you yeah. know? No. Yeah. I like it. I'm surprised you didn't do Charlotte. Yeah. But I, I like. Like I said, I don't think Charlotte's the one who needed the repackage. And also she's Correct. right now in the feud with, uh, she's with Natalia in the feud with Piper Niven and Correct. Tony Storm. Correct. Also, so, on top of that, um, then you, by having Carmella being Queen C, then the Queen Mella, then you can easily do a Carmella versus Charlotte Flair match down the line. Yeah, a Carmella versus Charlotte Flair, Queen versus Queen. Exactly. Who's the real- Who's the real queen who takes the throne? Yeah. And now all you have to do is do a queen of the ring match. <laughs> Perfect. Which, I mean, is also how... Queen of, King... of the ring tournament. Maybe you shouldn't do that because that's how King Corbin got, became king. Which, by the way, he was... That was what? 2019? 2018 was when that tournament was? You're still calling him King Corbin? <laughs> I mean, I haven't had one since. I mean, I guess to be fair, uh, how long was King Booker a thing? Like I said, they haven't had King of the Ring since, so. That's true. I'm going to look up. When, well, it was 2019. When it was in 2019? I guess it was before the pandemic. <laughs> was it 2019? It which, feel, which feels like a million years ago at this point. Yeah, that is like, that's that feels like forever ago. Uh, When was this? <laughs> when, oh, like, no, because no, it was not 2019. It's obviously before the pandemic because the pandemic happened in 2020. I keep forgetting it's 2021 right now. The oh, time is just going by so fast. Oh my god! Yeah, this was 2019, so he has been oh, at the same time. He's been the king for over a year, but a little almost a year and a half at this point. Um. Wow. <laughs> he's still King Corbin in all of our hearts. Clearly, clearly, clearly. So a- after that match. Uh, of King Corbin and Elias, we have a uh, segment where we have uh, we see a line outside of GM Page's door. Everyone waiting to get their numbers for the Royal Rumble. No, a we line outside by... GM Page's door. They just installed a new vending machine, and everyone's excited. It's the only vending machine that has moon pies. <laughs> oh, I've never had a moon pie in my life. They're pretty good. Do, do they taste like the moon? I don't know what the moon tastes like, so I don't have reference for that, but I, I would imagine so. Well, that that doesn't sound like my problem. A moon pie is basically just like a s'more, right? It's just like, it's just like a, it's not a graham cracker, but it's like a cake, some marshmallow, and then it's coated in chocolate. So it's like a s'more, kind of, except without like the graham cracker or the chocolate being like melted. I mean, I'll take your word for it. I don't, I've like I said, never had it before. I do really like s'mores. So if that's what they are, maybe I should have them. But I, I, think, just... you like, I think you would like a moon pie then. If you like s'mores, you would like a moon pie. It has, like I said, it's missing some of those s'mores elements, like the crunchy graham cracker, because it's more of like a cakey inside than like a crunchy mm-hmm. inside. And the chocolate isn't like ooey gooey. It's, it's like a, a solid coat of chocolate on the outside. Yeah. So it's, it's like a s'more, but less messy. Okay. Interesting. 
Maybe I'll try to have it. I have a report for next week. I have to do grocery shopping today. Get a mo- get moon pies while you're out. Perfect. Copy, copy. Yes, yes, Sergeant. <laughs> All right. So there's a line outside GM Page's door waiting to get everyone's waiting to get their numbers for the Royal Rumble. We go inside the office to see Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy pulling their numbers. Murphy pulls something very good by the look on his face, but Seth doesn't pull something as good. Seth, of course, then looks at Murphy, opens his hand, and says, you know what must be done. Murphy sighs and swaps his number with Seth. Seth and Murphy go to leave, but Paige stops them before they get the chance and says, don't think you two are getting off the hook without any consequences after last week. I'm not going to keep standing by while you two bully Mastiff. If he's in fighting shape next week, then you two are going to face him and a partner of his choice in a tag team match. Ooh, interesting. Rollins and Murphy begrudgingly accept and leave. Interesting, interesting. And this is happening next week, correct? Yes, if if Mastiff is in fighting shape. Yes, 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 yes. Interesting. I like it. I like it. The question is, who is Mastiff's partner? We'll find out. I guess we'll find out. After that, we have match number four, which is Storm and Niven taking on Charlotte and Natalia. In which Storm and Niven get the victory. Yayo! Which leads to the backstage interview after the match with Storm and Niven. As they, uh, the interview asked them about their victory tonight. Niven says, it feels great. They've been a thorn in our side for weeks now, and it's good that we've got the job done today. Storm chimes in and says, but now that we've proven, now that we've proven we're more than a force to be reckoned with here on SmackDown, we want a shot at the women's tag team titles. So Jax, Tamina, you better watch your backs. Ooh, laying down the challenge for the Smack not the SmackDown, but the women's tag team championships. Norman Niven coming for those titles over there on Raw. Is this a plan for the uh Rumble? It's it could be. It's it could be that or it could be a plan for a little bit down the line, because I know you have uh tag team title match planned at the Rumble already. Uh, I wouldn't want to shoehorn in a triple threat if we don't have to. No, I'm I'm not I'm not doing a women's tag team title at the Rumble. Okay. So then maybe. I have a match. I have a different match written in that has not been announced yet. Okay. We'll, we'll, think, we'll, we'll think about it. No, we'll you can do it. You can set it. You can, you, you're more than welcome to have the Women's Tag Team Championship. This, okay, this fine. Pay-per-view. Fine. Then, yes, I'm doing it at the Rumble. Yeah. Fine. Throwing down the challenge right now. Fine. <laughs> you're, you, you're Jackson Tamina over there on Raw versus Tony Storm and Piper Niven over on SmackDown for the Women's Tag Team Championships. At Royal Rumble, bring it on! Look at this division that's that's being cultivated. I we like got, it. We got you know we got the fall of the Iconics, but the rise of Mickey James, Chelsea Green, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, uh, Nia Jax to be already happening. Tony Storm and Piper Niven. Uh, uh, Natalia. Natalia. Ch- yeah, exactly. A uh, little bit of a division brewing. We've been really honing in on the tag team women's division. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see it. Love to see it. Oh, and then I guess I also introduced the idea of a team of uh, Ruby Riot and Rhea Ripley, which I haven't really utilized, but I love the idea of that. Ruby Riot and Rhea Ripley, more like Err <laughs> <Ur> Riot. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna the, the, the Riot Squad. How about instead of Riot, we just call it Insurrection? Is that too on the nose for pop culture right now? Is that, is that too real? Maybe a little bit. Is that too More real? Like insurrection. But gotta be honest, Insurrection is a great team, great name of some, of some sort of wrestling team. Insurrection sounds like a knockoff version of Retribution. Exactly right. That's their new member, actually. <laughs> insurrection. What is that? At the backstage interview, we still have our main event. We have the Usos versus Morrison and Andrade, and if Morrison and Andrade win, they get a title shot at the Royal Rumble. Yes. And the result of this match is Morrison and Andrade getting the victory. Heyo! And winning their shot at the tag team titles at the Royal Rumble. You'd love to see it. You'd love to see it. You'd love to see your boys getting the title shot. Oh, yeah. Very excited for that. Very thrilled for them. 
Yes, thrilled. Thrilled, I say. Whoops. Wrote the wrong thing down. Nice. Uh, I like it. I like it. Solid, solid lineup here, Mikey. I assume there's nothing else after the show? That's it. Solid lineup. Honestly, solid lineup. I'm loving what I'm seeing. Loving what I'm hearing. Um, uh, you know, continuing to set up for the Royal Rumble. Uh, built like I said, I love that Braun Strowman promo. I like the pairing of King Corbin and Queen Mella. Sort of seeing where that potentially can go. Um, continuing the brewing up for Bianca Blair and Nikki Cross. Uh, Bianca Miller and Sasha Banks. Sorry, yes, I just I read the thing and I got my brain. Fair enough. Um, I guess I don't know exactly what all the matches are going to be at the Royal Rumble. Um, well, we know we know one is going to be Morrison and Andrade with the Us- taking on the Usos for the tag titles. We got Storm and Niven versus Jackson Tamina. Yes. Uh, and I believe you've I have written down here you've announced Owens versus Joe. Yes, Owens versus Joe. So I have three out of my four matches planned. Yes. Uh, I, I thought that maybe it was going to be The Fiend versus Zayn, but it appears that has been on ice this cycle. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's going to... I want to I do a Universal title at Royal Rumble because it's one of the big ones. Yeah. But also, I don't think I'm ready to have another match with them yet. That's fair. Um... Uh, especially since you're actively building up a Sasha Banks Bianca. Yeah, that that's probably going to be the last match. It's probably it's probably going to be the women's title match instead of the universal uh this time around. Yeah. I guess you got I guess you have at least a week <laughs> to uh make that final decision. I think that I I mean, yeah, but I think that is what it's going to be. Interesting. Okay. Um I like it. I like it. I and thought it was a good have, show. And, and then carrying into the next pay-per-view, we have stuff already building. Like we have, yeah. we have the Matt, we have Mastiff Rollins Murphy storyline. We mm-hmm. have the Braun Strowman, we have the Braun Strowman Karen Cross storyline. I feel like that's the frustrating. I don't know if you would agree with me, but I we got the Universal Championship storyline. I feel like that's partly the frustration about Royal Rumble time and going, especially post Royal Rumble, going into other pay per views, going to WrestleMania, is that as like part of the Royal Rumble, we're sort of like building extra stories that can be told in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Mastiff, Rollins, Murphy, like you know, I guess now sort of Bailey, Royce, a little bit, uh, McIntyre, Reigns. Um, you know, we're building, we're building stories into, you know, I guess LLC as Corbin, well. Corbin Elias, Corbin Elias, are they officially in the Rumble? Um, I mean, yeah, they, there was, they were, they were probably part of the the line outside Page's tour. Makes sense. Corbin Elias, though, easily like a lot, you know, a lot of these like mid mid card, upper card people that don't have uh, title matches. You know, they're going to be in the be in the Rumble. Uh, but uh, so I guess what I'm saying is like it's like oh, we're building all these things for the Rumble, and I feel like what happens a lot with like WWE booking sometimes is that like the post Rumble is like, well, that wasn't necessarily the blow off match because we were building things up, and then now we need to do other matches. Mm-hmm. Which I guess gives you a bunch of main events moving forward, but I don't know. I was just thinking about that recently, where it's like I guess that's the downside to the rumble. Sometimes I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm off base, but I was just thinking about that just now. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a good SmackDown. I liked a lot of stuff that you had here. Um, you know, I don't really have like any big concerns or anything. You know, I thought it was very solid, very good. A lot of building. I think the difference between you and my show was that. Um, you were continuing to build almost like also the go home show and continuing build to the Royal Rumble, or I just like went balls to the wall, nutso butso. Uh, mm-hmm. And whether or not that is good versus like, because now it's like, what do I do for next week? <laughs> you know, the, those are the those are the things that when you go nutso butso the week before, it's like, well, what's happening next week? Yeah. Uh, all I know, this was a solid week of wrestling. I would say for WWE. Yeah, I, I agree definitely a very good a very good uh very good very interesting time in the wrestling world uh when it comes around rebel time yeah um but all that means is that if you know making it having good two good episodes is gonna make it even harder for you know you folks at home to uh vote on who you thought was better so again go over to twitter log in your twitter sphere 
uh you know make sure you're not uh, suspended indefinitely like some people in this great state of the americas um head on over to this episode really just hammering on those references huh this episode is coming out way late uh way later than the time of recording so i really want to recording a lot we're recording very close to what it actually happened. yeah i just really want to i just really want to date what this is the saturday after idiots um you know uh but uh you know i just really want to date the show so just remind people weeks from now to be like hey hey guess what remember don't forget this uh, but yeah, anyways, log into Twitter, go over to at CountoutPod, at CountoutPod on Twitter, and I'll be pinned over the weekend is our uh, uh, po- uh, poll for this episode. So you can vote on whose card you thought was better. Was it Raw? Was it SmackDown? Who did you think had a better show this week? Uh, you can go over again to Twitter, twitter.com slash CountoutPod, twitter.com slash CountoutPod to vote. Uh, but now it's time to that time of the show, Mikey, where we're gonna roll the randomizer uh, on who lost the poll last week uh, to really, you know, make their life more difficult. You know, if you, it's it's like a do you ever know? Do you remember that game that ever played that card game Capitalism? No, uh, it's like it's like a card game you just play off any sort of deck of cards. It's basically like. You know, you play the game, but the the gimmick of the game is that the winner gets to make a new rule uh, in the game. So so basically, if you win, you're able to change the rules to potentially, you know, give you more favor, help you out to continue winning. So, you know, very taken after the uh, life cycle of capitalism. But basically, that's the opposite of randomizing here, is that we roll the randomizer, and whoever loses gets hit with the randomizer to make it you know more of a challenge, maybe more of a boon. Maybe it'll help. Who knows? Um, but at the very least, let's go to the randomizer. Yeah, let's do it. There we go. SmackDown is the winner. More like smack dab. Smack dab right in the middle, dog. Yeah, smack dab getting that win. Smack dab me over the head. I'm dead because I've lost. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to kill you with my dab. <laughs> Your dab's so good. I'm dead. <laughs> uh, all right. So since I won, let's see what fate comes to Raw from the randomizer. Okay. Well, Ryan, we have. I have your randomizer roll. Uh huh. We have a 2K outcome. I get to roll a D whatever to see which one of your matches gets to be simulated in a WWE 2K game of whatever one we have. Interesting. Interesting. I love it when we get more content, but uh, interesting. You know, a lot of these have to be done. <laughs> well, I guess not a lot of these. A lot of these, a lot of these choices are very deliberate. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Well, let's see what match it is. Let's see what happens. Okay, so Ryan, you have five matches on your card this week. I'm going to roll a D5. I'm very nervous. I am very nervous. There's like, there's two of here that cannot be changed. Okay. And there are three that are, uh, no, 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 let's see. Ryan, I have your roll. Okay. Your roll is a one. Okay, that's not bad. That's doable. That's doable. So which match is number one on your card again? Just as a quick reminder. Number one on the card is Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali versus Randy Orton in a handicap match. Okay. That that must be simulated on WWE 2K. That's Whatever. fine. That's fine. I like I, I think that's I'll take it. Could it have been worse? I you know, twenty percent shot of getting that. Uh I think that's doable. I think that's doable. Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> I, huh. <laughs> okay, then. Okay, then. We'll, we'll find out what happens. Uh, I guess, you know, oh, we're on uh, the YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, I'll go on the YouTube channel. Um, when it, the revo- results are revealed, and they're uh, on our YouTube channel, which is, of course, Count Out Podcast, I believe, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can, when you can go there. And you can go watch the video uh, and see what the results are before next week's show. Yes. Um, so that will obviously be out, uh, if not the day, but you know, at some point following um, of, of when this episode is released. So you can go, obviously, check on that when that happens. 
Okay, that is it for this week's episode. The results were in, and we're gonna we have those things that are done. Uh, let us talk about the pl- old plug bag, Mikey. What do you got to plug? Uh, the only thing I have to plug is Independent Waters, which comes out every Wednesday, where me and Zach Batista take you through the independent wrestling world and find little gems of indie wrestling matches for you to watch and for us to review. So if you like indie wrestling, or if you're just getting into indie wrestling, it's a great place to start. So go check that out. Independent Waters here on the Countout Network. The only thing I got to plug is... Well, I got, I got several things to plug, but uh, nothing's more important than going over to our website, going over to countoutpod.com. Very simple, very easy yes. and breezy. Going over to countoutpod.com. It's at the top of the page, that banner that's right there. Go vote in our year-end awards. Please go do that, folks. This episode comes out in two weeks. What's that? I said, are those still going to be up in two weeks? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're not going to be done until the end of January. Oh, okay. I'm going to leave them up all January. Uh, but you can go there uh, all January long. We have our year-end awards. We already got some nominate or not nominations in, but we already got some uh, votes in. Uh, basically, what we did is that the whole family here over at Countout, we voted on who we believed to be uh, you know, the best of the year. So we have several different categories, you know, Female Wrestler of the Year, Male Wrestler of the Year, Independent Wrestler of the Year, um, you know, Matches of the Year. Uh, we have a fun award called the Lemonade Award, where basically, you know, whoever took something awful, something shitty, and able to turn something into amazing, you know, when life gives you lemon, you make lemonade. Um, that sort of idea. So a lot of fun little options. You know, we, the family, nominate a bunch of stuff, and you get to vote on them. Um, so again, go over to countoutpod.com and go vote in our year and awards. Uh, we also have a good company article. The family, it sounds like we're a cult. Oh, well, we are, we are, we are, we all, we all have masks, <laughs> oh, we have oh, tattoos, no, no, we're no allowed to wear that. and forced to wear. We're a cult. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, uh, you know, being cults are fun. No, you know? Bones, no bones about it here in 20 Big Dog Run. <laughs> exactly, exactly right. Um, so, and also, uh, speaking of. I don't have a transition. Speaking of not having a transition, we also have uh, we also have a, a companion article that you can go check on our website. Uh, it's where we talk about uh, some of our picks on what we picked as the winners of the year. Um, you know, uh, so you can go vote as well. But if you need some motivation or thoughts on why maybe we nominate some people or why we think you know you know let's say why we think ftr for you and since mikey you wrote about ftr why you thought ftr was the tag team of the year i did um uh but all stuff about that we have the matches in there with also links to the matches um and, you know pictures about all these people and whatnot but yeah you can go check out all of those sort of things you can, obviously you can go check out that over our website countoutpod.com Lots of new articles coming out as well. So, you know, be st- go there to read about wrestling and whatnot. Yeah. Definitely go do that. <clears throat> Whoa. Sorry. Whoa. Whoa. Some of the... Not. Change, change your name to Kermit because you got a frog in your throat. <laughs> I said it wrong. God damn it. Oh, no. Uh, is, is that your Kermit? I don't know. I have a bad Kermit. I can't do Kermit. Um, Nightsy, the Nightsy family household is known for having uh, not able to do any impressions. I think fans have fans of the show have definitely learned that by now. We've met, we've definitely mentioned that on multiple occasions. <laughs> My family, uh, I I feel like the only ones I can kind of do is Batman, and I have to like warm my vo- voice up to get there. Uh, and then I can kind of do a Macho Man, but like so can everybody else. Um, I feel like that's all I got. Yeah, man, all you gotta do is like really strain your throat and just be like, "Oh yeah, not to, don't be sour like that." Like my favorite thing is when Jesse and I are cooking dinner, and it happened last night. Um, where she asked uh, the Google Home, be like, "Hey, can you set a timer for three minutes?" And I looked over at her, and I was like, three minutes of playtime." <laughs> she's like, "Cook the," she's like, "Cook the potatoes, please." I'm like, "Fine." She's like, use the, use the, can you please cook the potatoes and put some milk in the potatoes to mash them? I was like, sure. And I'll be the cream of the crop. Cream of the crop. Uh, and then she like, and then she kicked me out of the house. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> and then I had to sleep. <laughs> uh, 
I love her. Uh, anyways, that's it for this week's episode of Hit the Books. Uh, like we said, go vote in our year-end awards. Go vote on Twitter. Uh, our uh, Hit the Books uh, weekend polls. Uh, go subscribe on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, subscribe. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, that's it for this week's episode. Until next week, we'll see ya. Until then, we've got two words for ya. Book it. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> this has been a Countout Podcast.